welcome to the Coach's Wife Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from what it's really like being married to a coach, how we deal with critical fans, the ministry of the coaching family, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kayla Fox, wife of a high school football coach and founder of the Fly Fox Apparel, a Coach's Wife Boutique. Whether you're on your way to team dinner or picking up the slack at home while coach is at work, huddle up and rest assured, you can find joy and community as a coach's wife. And it can all start right here. This episode was brought to you by the Fly Fox Apparel. The Fly Fox Apparel is a coach's wife boutique and online community designed to bring joy and encouragement to every coach's wife. To learn more, head to theflyfoxapparel.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Fly Fox Apparel. That's F-L-Y-F-O-X Apparel. So we were dating for about three months before my now husband sat me down and said, listen, I will always be a coach. I need you to be okay with that. So Coach and I met online in our early 20s, and I know it can feel kind of embarrassing, but it worked for us. Anyway, we knew right away that this was it. He joined my family and me on our beach vacation, and every afternoon, he and I would walk the beach and talk about our future together. Looking back, it's kind of funny how we never even really talked about whether or not we were the one for each other or if we should get married. Instead, we talked about whether we should get married before football season or after. (laughs) And he talked with me a lot about the fact that he knew he was called to coaching and how it was likely never going to change. Call me naive, but I never hesitated. It was easy for me to tell him that I was okay with him coaching because I could see that he was made for it too. But I told you we were going to lay it all out on the table, so I'm just going to say it. The reason it was so easy for me to agree to him always being a coach is because I never thought about how that would, in turn, always make me a coach's wife. Being Brett's wife and being a coach's wife sometimes feels like two different things. Maybe you can relate. Like, maybe you met your husband and loved him for all these different reasons, and maybe coaching was one of them. Coaches' wives so often talk about how much they love watching their husbands coach because it makes them come alive. There's something about seeing the person you love the most in the whole world rise up and follow their call. And I'm all about watching him be who he was made to be. But then there's us as the wives. Like, did we grow up always knowing we were meant to be coaches' wives? As a little girl, I dreamed about getting married and having babies and what kind of house we'd live in. But I never thought a large part of my identity would stem from my husband's career. See, it's weird. Like, my dad owns a construction company. But I've never heard my mom talk about being a construction worker's wife. My sister's married to a teacher, and she's never referred to herself as a teacher's wife. My sister-in-law is married to my brother, and he's a behavior analyst. But she doesn't wear shirts that say behavior analyst wife. Like, why is that? Like, what is it about a husband that coaches that makes others see us in the grocery store and go, psst, I think that's the coach's wife. I think there are a few reasons. One is intrigue. Like, parents and fans usually only see coach coaching. They see him instruct and critique and encourage and lead the team, and they see him get all fired up after a great play and ticked off after, well, we call it a missed opportunity. (laughs) 
But what parents and fans in the community don't get to see is the other side of him. Like, who is he when he's not on that field? How does he spend his time? Does he ever not wear a whistle around his neck? Whether or not they even love the coach, I think they're curious about who he really is. It's kind of like when we were kids and we would see a teacher outside of school. Like, we would all stop and think, wait, don't they live at school? Shouldn't they be grading papers or something? Coaches naturally invite curiosity just because of their position. So when people figure out who they're married to and what their family's like, I just think they're intrigued. Another reason I think we're known as coaches' wives is because people recognize that a team is like a family. When a coach leads his team well, there's just a natural respect and admiration that follows, both for coach and his wife. People want to see who coach's wife is because they want to know if they can look up to him as a whole person, not just a coach. They want to see if he practices what he preaches. Like, is he a man of integrity too? Does he put others before himself like he's telling us to do? Does he apply the basic principles he teaches us to his own life? Knowing who his wife is, I think it just helps answer those questions. Whether we choose to accept it or not, coaching is a ministry. Billy Graham once said, a coach will impact more people in a year than most people will in a lifetime. The thing that I didn't understand when Brett and I were having those conversations on the beach was this. If coaching was his calling and I was his wife, then coaching by default was my calling too. Now, some coaches' wives know the sport so well they could basically go on payroll and help coach, but no way. That is so not me, you guys. For years, I wrestled with the fact that coaching by default was now my calling and I knew nothing about football or teenage boys for that matter. Like, where was my place in all of this? What did being a coach's wife mean for my life? Did God pick the wrong girl for Brett? I seriously asked myself all these questions and more. And thankfully, I was able to turn to my Bible for clarity and direction. So what does the Bible say about us as coaches' wives? First and foremost, it talks about how we are his children in need of a Savior. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's Romans 3.23. Sorry. Um, No title on earth will ever matter if we aren't first his children saved by grace. Like, that's just the nuts and bolts of it. Our husbands could lose their job or die tomorrow, frankly, and the title of coach's wife may no longer apply to our lives. The one source of identity that will never go away is being a child of God. The Bible says that God created us and he knew us before we were even born. We are born into sin, and the only way to know him is to believe that Jesus died and rose again for our sins and that he alone can redeem us. We will never find true joy or contentment outside of him and his work in our lives. Guys, it just matters more than anything else. The second thing it talks about is when we marry, we become one. It talks about this in Matthew 19. The Bible says that a man will leave his father and mother, and he and his wife will become one. I love Maria Goff. She's married to Bob Goff. Um, her outlook on this when she says oneness doesn't mean sameness. So in other words, we can be one with our husband and not be the same. Becoming one with our husband means instead of being two individuals, we become a unit or a team, if you will. I'll talk in coaches terms. (laughs) Um, On a team, do individual players exist? Absolutely they do. But they have different roles and they work together as a team to accomplish a goal. That's essentially marriage. So when I married Brett, we became one. Neither of us like magically morphed into the other person, but now we operate as a team. 
Breastfeed football coach, I am not. But if we both play our part as individual people, we can lead his team and our community well together. Oneness. Not sameness, but oneness. The third thing that I think the Bible talks about when it comes to being a coach's wife is that God cares more about our hearts than our job description. Colossians 3.17 says, Whatever you do, do it all in the name of Jesus. So it doesn't really matter what we do for for a living as long as we as people love him and love people. So if our husband's coach and we teach or if they clean floors and we stay home, like what matters to him is that we work as if we're working for the Lord and not for men. I just love this truth because it's so non-legalistic. Like the last thing we need is more rules, right? He's saying, hey, do what you want. Just do it out of love for me. But that being said, there's no denying that each of us have unique gifts, and God wants us to use those to bless others. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So, if our husbands have the gift of leading and coaching, then they should use their gifts and coach. If someone's great with children or public speaking or they're super artistic or like really great at organizing, come to my house. But also use the same gifts in the same way. Use your gifts to glorify the name of Jesus. Like that's what's important. Now we'll talk more about leveraging our gifts in later episodes. But for now, my point is this. Is being a coach and a coach's wife everything? Nope. That's spoken like a true Midwesterner right there. Nope. (laughs) It pales in comparison to first being a sinner saved by grace. And we should make being our husband's wife more of a priority than being a coach's wife. Was that confusing? Like, I'll reword it. Like, as much as being a coach's wife takes up a large part of my heart and my calling, what matters most is that I'm first Brett's wife. Again, he could lose his job tomorrow, and he and I are still in this thing together. Nurturing and protecting our marriage is so important. That said, leveraging our title as a coach's family to serve others well in hopes to help them succeed in life and grow closer to Jesus, that's the sweet spot. Like, that's where we want to be. We want to be coaches' wives who embrace this life because we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we were made for this. For the record, when I share about being a coach's wife and how awesome it is, I want to be clear that I'm not implying that that is all we are. I don't know about you, but I know that I am so much more than a coach's wife. And so are you. As I mentioned in the intro in episode one, coaches' wives are so unique. Like, we've got stories to tell. But for the sake of time and staying on topic, this podcast is about our lives as coaches' wives. I'm looking forward to talking about more things like work and friendships and motherhood, but we will always talk about it in relation to life as a coach's wife. Earlier, I shared a few reasons why I think communities recognize coaches' wives as a thing. But there's one reason why I think coaches' wives deep down identify as coaches' wives. And honestly, I think it's because deep down, whether or not we're fighting it, we know we're a part of something bigger than ourselves. We know our lifestyle is rare and unique and even precious, and we wear that title as a badge of honor. And here's what's so cool. Like when we wear t-shirts that say coach's wife and use hashtag coach's wife on social media, we come across other coaches' wives who understand. We're able to connect with people we may not have one other thing in common with, but just because we get each other and the effects the call of coaching has on our lives. 
Making those connections with other coaches' wives is vital. That might sound like a stretch, but I'm telling you, after just nine years of being married to a coach, nothing about our life as a coaching family really made sense until I came alongside others who were doing this too. Don't get me wrong, Brett and I have a great marriage. We have always gotten along so well and have always supported each other. But years ago, as happy as I was, I still felt like there was something missing. It wasn't until I created my brand that attracted other coaches' wives that I finally saw it. I finally saw other women who spent date nights at high school basketball games. I saw moms expecting a baby who were worried that their husband might miss the birth of their child because of an away game. I saw other homes cluttered with dry erase markers and jerseys hanging to dry, and I heard women saying like they felt like their husband was choosing their sport over their marriage, and just how you feel so overlooked and unappreciated, and gosh, I get that. These were my people. Suddenly, I was so much more than Brett's wife. I was a coach's wife. I was a part of this underground club. I had a group of women who validated me, and I didn't have to explain myself anymore. If being a part of Coach's Wives community sounds like something you want or even need in your life, please join us on Facebook in the huddle by the Fly Fox Apparel. I'll link to it in my show notes. This private community is full of other Coach's Wives who understand exactly what you're going through because they're going through it too. Again, it's the huddle by the Fly Fox Apparel. Come hang out with us. But anyway, um, maybe referring to yourself as a Coach's Wife is just a totally new concept. I hope this episode proved to you how much of an honor it is to be a coach's wife and how it automatically places you in this unique category of women who understand your life and can validate your positive and negative feelings about it. Or maybe calling yourself a coach's wife is second nature and you fully embrace this calling on your life. My hope is that this episode lit a fire in your soul because it reminded you just how lucky you are to be married to a coach. Or maybe the title of coach's wife has always made you cringe. I mean, you have a life of your own and you're accomplishing your goals and you might have big aspirations in your life. In the past, when someone has called you coach's wife, you've rolled your eyes and thought, do they not see me? Like, do my dreams not matter? My friend, let me tell you right now, I just want to like hug you. You are so much more than a coach's wife. I promise you we see that. But can I challenge you today to remind yourself that being a coach's wife doesn't mean that's all there is to you. You are a unique individual with so much to offer this world. You are beautiful and smart and talented and worthy of pursuit. That's what made you a coach's wife to begin with. He saw that in you, and believe it or not, he doesn't want you hiding behind his position on staff. He wants you to shine and be happy and do what you are called to do. He also wants you to be proud to be a coach's wife because he's super proud to have you by his side. If it helps, every time someone calls you a coach's wife, just whisper to yourself, and so much more. Because you are. I'm for you, and it's why I sign on of everything by saying I'm cheering you on. So, what do we do with all of this anyway? How does the concept that being a coach's wife is a calling change our lives? I'm going to break it down for you in case you want to take notes. One, we embrace our opportunities. Remember when I said that coaches impact more lives in a year than most people do in a lifetime? Embrace that. At every game, at every team meal, look for a way to impact someone's life. It can be as simple as telling the players good game, or it could be bringing the players their favorite cookies after practice. 
Pray with your husband over your players, especially the ones who text him late at night, who just broke up with their girlfriend or found out that their parents are splitting up. Be patient with your husband when he's on the phone with them. And remember, he's embracing the opportunity to invest in the next generation. And your patience and support and input can change someone's life forever. Second thing that I think is important is that we find our place. We'll dive more into this in the next episode, but just remember that the analogy that we are on a team with our husband, just because we're on the same team doesn't mean we have the same position. We have to find the roles that we are best at and work together by both doing our part. How will being a coach's wife dictate how we spend our time? Be sure to listen to the next episode if you're struggling to know your place. Lastly, we apply the fact that coaching is our calling by surrounding ourselves with support. Our town support for us may come and go, so I suggest plugging yourself into a coach's wife community because other coaches' wives who have been where you are and they can offer prayer and support in a way that no one else can. Again, I'd love to have you join our free private community on Facebook in the huddle by the Fly Fox Apparel. There are no strings attached. It's just simply a place where you can find encouragement and get to know other wives so you feel a little less alone. My prayer for you this week is that you'll stop fighting your role as a coach's wife and you'll learn to truly embrace it. I hope you'll remember that as much as being a coach's wife is awesome, it pales in comparison to being a sinner saved by grace. And I hope that you'll commit to joining a community of coaches' wives like The Huddle so that you can go into the next season feeling so much more understood and supported. Until next time, I'll be over here cheering you on. This episode was brought to you by The Fly Fox Apparel. The Fly Fox Apparel is a coach's wife boutique and online community designed to bring joy and encouragement to every coach's wife. To learn more, head to theflyfoxapparel.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Fly Fox Apparel. That's F-L-Y-F-O-X Apparel.